Content Inc. by Joe Pulitzi. One sentence summary. Content Inc. describes a six-step model you can use to do your marketing long before you need it, without even having a product or spending a lot of money, so your entrepreneurial venture will be a guaranteed success. My favorite quote from the author is, Today's availability of technology means that any business in any industry can develop an audience through consistent storytelling. Joe Pulizzi Joe Pulizzi is a day one content marketer. He used the term content marketing as early as 2001, while being vice president of a media company and managing the custom marketing programs they created for other businesses. As time went on, he started to realize how important content marketing would become in a post-advertising world, and eventually founded the Content Marketing Institute in 2007. CMI went on to become one of the fastest growing media companies ever and is now the industry's go-to source. CMI now also hosts Content Marketing World, the largest content marketing event in the world, and publishes Chief Content Officer, an industry magazine. Joe speaks and educates people about content marketing all around the world, and his books are part of that mission. This is his latest one, and it's about how entrepreneurs can use a six-step content marketing approach to keep their business from falling flat on its face, before it even starts. Here are three lessons to help you become a great content marketer yourself. 1. Start by picking one platform, focusing on it, and showing up regularly. 2. Build an email list to stay in touch with your most loyal followers. 3. Diversify across channels over time, but not too early. If you've ever dreamed of starting a business, this is it. It's free, in your control, and 100% matches who you are. So what are you waiting for? Let's go! Content Inc. Lesson 1 Pick just one platform initially and consistently show up. This answers the question, what's the best social media platform to start my online business? Sometimes I get emails from people who pitch me their business idea and ask me to share it. 9 out of 10 times this happens. It's, someone's, it's someone approaching me cold. I've never heard their name and now I'm suddenly supposed to help them promote their stuff. All of my responses to these start with, I wish... I wish they would have contacted me sooner, commented on a blog post of mine, engaged with me on Twitter, or just sent an email saying hi. Because even just a 30 second message would have kickstarted our relationship and turned you from stranger into friend. The people who send these emails are the same ones that look at the progress bar of their funding goal two days before the deadline and are disappointed because it sits at 50%, not 98%. If you want to raise money, start a business, or sell a product, the best time to start connecting with people about it was two years ago. The next best time is today. Content marketing is the simplest way to do this. Where most people get hung up when starting is focusing on one platform. Because big brands are present everywhere you think you have too. But you get by deciding to, smart, to, deciding to stay small. Think about it. If you only build a YouTube channel, you'll reach a big milestone like 1 million subscribers a lot faster. Setting up a Facebook page and getting 10,000 of those 1 million to like it is a lot easier than growing both simultaneously. So pick one platform and commit to it on a consistent publishing schedule. Just show up regularly, like once a week, and don't worry about the rest for now. Content Inc. Lesson 2. Connect with your most loyal followers regularly via email. The list is your best asset. This answers the question, 
how what's the best way to reach my audience it's almost 2018 yet most big brands don't even consider getting more email subscribers as a goal this either shows a lack of awareness or worse a decision to use content marketing as a means of distribution instead of as a way of sincerely connecting with their customers and audiences an email subscriber is entirely different from a Facebook fan, a Twitter follower, or a LinkedIn connection. By following you on social media, people only signal you that they tolerate you in their feeds. Nothing more. You're part of their content machine. But when someone gives you their email address and invites you into their inbox, they volunteer to become a part of your content machine, your project, your life. You get to control 100% of the content you send to them. You can contact them at any time and you can start week-long one-on-one conversations. The quickly growing numbers some businesses manage to pull off on social media make it tempting to start there. But in the end, that's a decision to build your house on someone else's lawn. There's nothing inherently wrong with it, but you have to be aware that over time you have to build assets you own. And an email list is your best bet for doing that. Content Inc. Lesson 3 once you've established one channel well, diversify by spreading to others, but don't do this too early. This answers the question, how can I break into new social media channels with my business? One of the biggest reasons people never start content marketing is that they're intimidated by the sheer size of successful people's platforms. You look at someone who's a contributor to Forbes, Entrepreneur, Inc. and Time with 100,000 Twitter followers, 50,000 Facebook likes and a blog that has a million readers and think, how the hell am I supposed to be on all these channels all at once? The answer is, you're not. What you're seeing is only an end result. Take fashion entrepreneur Mimi Icon, for example. She has 16,000 Pinterest followers, 19,000 Twitter followers, a whopping 1.3 million on Instagram and over 600,000 subscribers on her personal YouTube channel. How did she get so big on all these platforms? By not being there at all. For the past six years, she's posted a video at least twice a week on her main YouTube channel, Luxy Hair. It has almost 3 million subscribers. Once her main channel got so big, diversifying into others came easy. Her 19,000 Twitter followers are merely a splash of the big wave her YouTube channel made. Focus now, diversification later. That's how it works, not the other way around. Here's what I learned from Content Inc. by Joe Pulizzi. I want to tell you what I would do if I were to start blogging over again. Uh, I want to tell you a little bit of my setup and maybe a little bit about my mistakes. So let's go one by one. Start by picking one platform, okay? I started well with this. When I started the blog in 2014, I started only the blog, I believe. I didn't set up Twitter or anything like that. I had the blog. That was it. Um, I made email my very first goal from the get-go. I was like, I want to build an email list. That's the most important thing. I I want to say I lost track of it because I got busy doing other things for the blog, right? To grow the blog and the traffic and stuff. But I always had like more email subscribers. That was the number one goal. I'm pretty proud of that because email is considered almost dead or like a dead medium, but it's truly not. I mean, when's the last time you changed your email address? When's the last time you changed your phone number? Think about that. 
you use your email to log in for everything, Facebook, Google, Twitter, and then you use Google and Twitter to log into everything else. So your email doesn't go away, right? It will stay there forever. It's a part of your identity almost at this point, and you're using it to get access to a ton of stuff. And email lists are, n are no different, but you have the contact information. So I'm, I'm proud of how I, how I approached that. But again, it still took me forever to get going, right? So I think in the first six months or so, I only got 100 email subscribers because I wasn't posting regularly. I wasn't taking it seriously. Then I started taking it seriously. And then I think it took me 1.5 years to get to 10,000 email subscribers. Some people do that in two months, right? I mean, some people do it in six. Um, but the first 1,000 subscribers, I think they took, I don't know, I want to say... Uh, with my new with four minute books, the first one thousand subscribers, I think they took three months. I think the next thousand subscribers they took one and a half months or something like that, right? So basically, the time almost halved itself again and again and again. So it was almost cut in half each time, and it went faster and faster and faster. Um. So, so that part I did, that's uh, email. The reason email is so valuable is because you own the contact address. And that's one of the huge drawbacks. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, accounts get shut down. You might violate a policy without even knowing. You might get a smear campaign. You might have the account hacked. There's so much that can happen. But if you have a list of emails and you're making a backup of that list of emails and you a backup of that backup, you always have the contacts. Like everything can blow apart and you would still have, let's say, 10,000 email addresses of people you can contact and you can keep right on going, right? So that's why email is still so powerful, still so valuable. It's the only contact information you own and I wouldn't underestimate it. I know the rates are going down. People read it less there's always some new hype thing people just want to do that that's fine but it's not going to go away so that about email now one of the mistakes i made is i i diverse i diversified way too soon right when twitter came around seth godin looked at it and he's been blogging for 20 years like every day he looked at it and said hmm this is twitter thing okay like should i do that first of all that question right like should i do that and then he was like hmm, yeah well if i want to do it well i need to get really good at twitter and i probably won't have time to be do do the blog well and do twitter well He was like okay so i'm not doing twitter so he didn't do twitter right and eventually he set one up like a couple of years later here's the funny thing and it all this his twitter account does is tweet links to his new blog posts right it's automated all this does is tweet links to his existing new posts and guess how many followers that account has over half a million. How insane is that, right? Solely from his blog. He says he links to Twitter on his blog. Millions of people read his blog. They go follow and boom, he has half a million Twitter followers just like that. So you see, it's really not about this hustle and like being everywhere. And, uh, and that that's, it's very counterintuitive, right? Because you see the end result. You see everyone has like this many followers here, this many followers there. And you think, oh my God, they did that all at once. They raised these platforms all at once. But that's not what happened. They raised one platform and it got huge. And then they said, oh, by the way, follow me on Twitter. And then 10,000, 50,000, 100,000 people just went because there are so many there already. Um, If I were to do it all over again. So I diversified too early. I made four minute books like another site um i started twitter i was on instagram for a while then i reposted to medium and i i was more focused on medium than on my own blog and and so on so that's the mistake i made i'm getting to a place where i'm getting to comfortable levels on different platforms nonetheless 
But still, if I were to do it all over again, with writing specifically, I wouldn't even make a website. I would blog on Medium. Medium is the number one most powerful publishing and blogging platform out there right now. I would do that. You can even earn money from your from certain kinds of posts. There's a membership they have for $5 and so on. I would go on Medium. I would post great stuff there as often as I can in the beginning every day. Uh, build your base there and make, make, a li- make a link at the end of your post, like a call to action to one landing page, not a website, just a landing page where you give away something or you have an email sign up and you collect email addresses that way. That's what I would do if I were to start over again. I wouldn't even make a website. Um, and that's where I would go. And I would say, you know what, let us let me just grow this to 10,000 email subscribers. And once I have a newsletter with 10,000 email subscribers, we'll see what happens. And then you can start the business, right? Or or sell your coaching or whatever you want to do. It's so much easier. And maybe you one day you have 100,000 email subscribers. And you say, you send one email to everyone and you say, hey, by the way, go follow me on Instagram. And boom, 10,000 Instagram followers, right? So... Uh, focus, focus, focus initially, right? Pick one thing, stick to that, be consistent, collect emails and do all the rest later once you're up and growing. Okay, hope that was some insight into my own process, what I think on content marketing. I think it's awesome. I really want to go to the conference one day. Maybe I'll see you there. And if not, I'll see you on the next summary.